You are listening to the Hope Church Weekly Message Podcast. Hope Church is located in Cleveland, Texas and meets on Sundays. Pastor Todd and the preaching team desire for this message to bring life in a dark world. For more information about Hope Church, visit HopeChurchCleveland.com. Man, I'm so excited that y'all are here this morning. You know, every year that we do this, you know, we pray for good weather. We prayed, there was rain in the forecast, so we prayed for no rain. I guess we should have been more specific and said no rain and it be a little bit warmer. Okay, we'll know for next year. We'll pray more specifically. But it was amazing. We saw there was there was a 30 30 to 40% chance of rain at 10 o'clock. Then we prayed, we went to sleep, and now the rain is gone. But it's a little bit cold. But it's okay. We'll just be thankful for what we have this morning. Amen. Amen. But guys, I'm so I'm so pumped up that you're here with us this morning. We're starting a new series. It's called Lost and Found. We once were lost, but now we're found, right? And that's what this series is all about. And guys, I just want you to know today, it blows my mind that we have the ability to be here to worship in a baseball stadium. Isn't that awesome? You know, I'm, I'm very thankful to, to John Junker. He's up there. I'm not going to point him out because he's, he's, he's a shy guy. But very thankful to John and him, his team allowing us to be out here uh, and be here today and, and worship out here. And for us at Hope Church, if you're not familiar with Hope Church, we have three services, 830, 10 and 1130. So if nothing else, we just get to have one service today. And so I'm, a, I'm kind of an energetic guy. Uh, I have ADHD, so I'm going to give it all to you in one service. Three services worth in one service, okay? You ready for that today? I don't know that I'm ready for it, but here we go. Guys, I just want you to know that when the Lord began to call me into ministry, the number one thing that I struggled with is not feeling good enough. Is not feeling good enough to do what God has called me to do. And guys, I'm going to, I'm going to wonder, I, I just, I just bet this morning that some of you didn't feel good enough to even be here today. But guys, here's what I want you to know that Jesus loves you and you're good enough for his love. There's nothing that you could ever do to make him stop loving you. In fact, There has been people that have been praying. There's people that have been seeking the face of God, praying for you to be here this morning to meet the God that we love so much because we know how much that he loves you. And guys, I'm going to tell you a story this morning. Jesus was a storyteller. He'd get along in our society. He was a storyteller. And this morning, we're going to talk about a story that Jesus told. His stories were called parables. But this morning, we're going to tell, I'm going to tell you the story of the parable of the lost sheep. But first, if you have your Bibles, you can grab them. Go to Luke chapter 15. We're going to start in verse 1 today. If you don't have your Bible, don't worry about it. You can go to the Church Center app that Pastor Grant talked about. Uh, you can go to your Google Play or Apple App Store. Type in Church Center. Uh, And there'll be a short setup from there. And then you can find my sermon notes in there and you can follow along with me. You can also get more connected with the church. But hey, I just want to say 
If this is your first time with us here at Hope Church, we don't meet in a minor league baseball stadium every week, uh, just this week. Our building is actually a block and a half that way on North Nolan River Road, uh, but I am the pastor. My name is Todd Barham. I've been the senior pastor at Hope Church now 10 years, uh, and it's, it's been an awesome 10 years. You don't have to clap for that, but I appreciate it. 10 years, so if this is your first time with us, hey, we're really glad you're here. There, we've got a little black table. We're going to call it our welcome desk this morning. It's right below these two pillars here. If this is your first time, go see them. They've got a gift for you. If this is your second time with us, they've got a t-shirt for you. So if you want a t-shirt, come next week and you'll get a t-shirt. Okay. And then if this is your third visit, make sure you go see them. You're going to get invite to lunch with our pastors, some of our pastors, and we'd love to have lunch with you. So let's get into it. Luke chapter 15, starting in verse one, it says, now the tax collectors and the sinners were all drawing near to him. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. So before we get into this story, here's one, one thing that I want to point out to you. Notice who Jesus was hanging out with. Jesus was not hanging out with the people that had it all together. Who is he hanging out with? He was hanging out with the people like us, the people that didn't have it all together. Jesus loves people. He loved being with people. He loved being with people that needed him so much. The Pharisees, who are the religious leaders of the day, said he hangs out with, 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 with the sinners. They actually called him a drunkard and a glutton. That, they called Jesus that because he hung out with sinners. But guys, you know why Jesus hung out? With people that needed him because they needed to hear him they needed to hear that Jesus loves them and so today I'm gonna to tell you the story of the parable of the lost sheep so I give a title to my message every week and so I guess the title of this week it's nothing fancy it's lessons of the lost sheep so let's keep reading in the story Luke chapter 15 starting verse 3 it says so he told them this parable what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? So the first point I've got for you guys today is that Jesus is in love with you. What this story is saying is there was a hundred sheep and one got lost. So what did the shepherd do? The good shepherd went after that one lost sheep. He left the 99 and he went after the one lost sheep. Why did he go after the lost sheep? Because here's the thing. If you don't know anything about herds, herds are better together. And so if there's one lost sheep that's out by itself, a predator can get it. So growing up, some of you may remember this. We used to watch Wild Discovery. Any, any fans of Wild Discovery out there? A couple couple people right that's a, it's an old reference okay and so my dad every night for dinner we'd watch wild discovery and it was the our favorite one to watch was the African Savannah with the wildebeests okay and my dad would always root for the one wildebeest to get off by himself why so the lions could come and eat him my dad would always root for that okay you know I, I, I had a, I had a difficult growing up you know you can just pray for me okay and, and what we would do during family dinner is dad would cheer on the lion as he picked apart the wildebeest, right? And then mom would go, can we turn that off? 
right? Of course, my mom's not that loud. If you met my mom, I said, can we turn that off, right? You know? <laughs> You're laughing because you've met my mom. But why would the wildebeest always get eaten that was alone? Here's what I want you to hear today. If you're alone and not a part of a pack, you're easier for the devil to pick off. You know, a lot of people say, well, I don't need church. I don't need to go to church. The church is useless for me. Well, you don't need to go to church to be a Christian. But here's what you need from the church. You need protection. Because when we're together, when we're part of a group, it's more difficult for the devil to pick us off. That's why the good shepherd went after out, out after the one sheep that was lost because he knew if the sheep was off by himself, he was easy prey. But guys, here's what I want you to hear this morning. There is nothing that you could ever do to make God stop loving you. There's nothing that you have ever or could ever do to make God stop loving you. God loves you. He cares for you. And guys, I, I think over the years, the church has kind of developed a bad reputation of telling you all the things and telling you how bad you are. But guys, I want you to hear this this morning, that it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter who you are. Jesus is in love with you. Jesus loves you. And I, I think a lot of times we think that Jesus is in love with a future version of us. But I want you to hear this morning is Jesus is in love with you now. He brought you into this stadium during this time on Easter to hear this morning that he loves you. He sent me as the messenger to tell you today that he loves you. So the good shepherd went after the one sheep. And what did he do? Verse five. And when he found it, he lays it on his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors saying to them, rejoice with me for I have found my sheep that was lost. So the second thing that I want you guys to hear this morning is that Jesus wants to carry you home. Notice when he went and found the sheep, he didn't just grab it by his scruff and drag it home, right? No, what did he do? He put it over his shoulders and carried it home. Jesus is a good father. And he carried the lost sheep home. You know, I've got a little one. His name is Jonah. He's three years old. He's got a tough life. He's number four of four kids. And if you've ever met him, you can tell he's number four of four kids because he's kind of a pain in the booty sometimes, right? I can't say but because we're in church, right? Um, and my mom's up there and she'll get mad at me later. Oh, she's down here actually. Hi, mom. Um, but one thing that he always does every night, we live in a two-story house. So when it's time to go to bed, here's suddenly his legs are heavy. He's like, ah, and he can't climb up the stairs, right? All, if he wants to go get a toy all day, he's running up and down the stairs. But when it's bedtime, he can't go to, he can't climb up the stairs. What does he want to do? What does he want me to do? He wants dad to pick him up and carry him up and lay him in his bed. And you know what? I do it. Why? He can walk by himself, but I'm a loving, compassionate father and I pick him up and carry him home. 
And guys, that's what I want you to hear today, that God loves you. And it doesn't matter what mess that you're in right now. God wants to pick you up and carry you home. He doesn't want to run you through a whole bunch of stuff. He did, he's not looking to, to, to rough you up. He's taking care of you. He's throwing you over his shoulders and carrying you home. And guys, what I want you to hear this morning is you need a church home just as much as you need a physical home. I don't think any of us would argue the fact that especially on a chilly morning such as this, it's good for us to have a home that we have central air and heat. Amen. We're very, we're very blessed here in America. If you ever go outside of America and you don't have central air and heat, uh, especially in a place that it's hot, you know, how many of us love, no matter what it is outside, I have to sleep with a fan on, right? It needs to be 65 degrees in my room in order for me to sleep correctly, right? Amen. What happens when we don't have AC? We don't sleep very well, right? We, we, we love the creature comforts. We need a home. Guys, in the same way, God is telling us this morning that you need a church home. You need a place to belong. Because remember, I talked about the lost sheep earlier that's by himself. He's easy to pick off. The same way you need a home. You need a place that you can belong. And guys, what I want you to know is it doesn't matter how you came to us today, we here at Hope Church, we want you to be a part of our family. We don't know you. We don't know anything about you. But here's the thing. We prayed for you before you came here. We prayed that you would come and have an experience with Jesus in this baseball stadium. We prayed for you today. Many of us were here setting up till about 10 o'clock last night. Why? Because we love you. We've never met you before, but we love you. And we wanted you to have an experience with Jesus today. So let's keep reading. Let's, let's end the parable of the lost sheep. Verse 7. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. So the third thing I want you to hear today is that there's plenty of room in heaven for you. Notice what the Bible says. It says there's more rejoicing in heaven over one lost sheep that comes home than over 99 righteous people that think they have it all together that are already in heaven, right? What I want you to hear today is if you give your heart to Jesus, there's, there's rejoicing, there's a party going on in heaven for you. And guys, that's how much Jesus loves you. That when you give your life, when you give your heart to him, there's a party going on in heaven for you. And guys, that's why we did this. We went to all this trouble. You know, we could have just been down the street at our comfortable church building that's all set up for church. You know, a baseball field is not really set up for church. There was a lot of setup to do. But we knew that there's some people that would be more willing to walk into a baseball stadium than walk into a church. Guys, I get it. I know church hurt is real. But guys, there's more rejoicing in heaven when one lost sheep comes home. I'm going to tell you a story, my own story. This time last year, I, my older brother and I were estranged. I, some of you know I have an older brother. He's, if you, if you haven't met him yet, he's a much shorter version of me with a gray beard. That's a little bit longer than mine. 
much shorter. But anyway, uh, Brandon, he grew up and we went on different paths. Brandon made some mistakes. He got involved with the wrong crowd. He ended up getting into trouble with the law. He ended up with some, he, he struggled with addiction. And you know, growing up, my brother and I, we would, we would always have fun together. But during pivotal moments in my life, my brother wasn't there. When I married my wife, my brother wasn't around. When I had most of my kids, my brother wasn't around. But you know what? God gave me a gift this year. And my brother Brandon has come home and now he's part of Hope Church. He even found him a girlfriend. And they're getting married in a couple months, right? It's fiance now, I get it, yeah, fiance. Everybody's yelling at me, fiance, yeah. He's moving fast. I, I, can't, I can't figure out what they are today. But, but here's the thing. Am I sitting back? Are Brandon and I having a conversation? Well, you missed this. You missed this. And you missed this. You weren't there for me in this. No. What are we having the conversation about? Brother, I'm glad you're home. You were lost a long time. But I'm glad you're home. Guys, in the same way, God feels the same about you. You may have been lost, you may have been estranged, but God is glad that you're home. He's glad that you've come into this place today to hear that he loves you. So what does this mean for us? What does this mean for you in your life today? You know, if you've not been a part of Hope Church before, I always try to end my message with some, some practical things as the sun comes out. Yeah, perfect timing, right? I'm going to have to shed this jacket here pretty quick. What does this mean for us? So, so number one, the first question I want to ask you today is, are you a lost sheep? Are you a lost sheep? Are you out on your own? Are you trying to live your life away from God, apart from God? Guys, I want you to know today that God wants you to be a part of his family. Number two. Do you need God to come after you today? You know, we, we read about in the parable of the lost sheep that the shepherd went after the one sheep and brought him home. Do you need God to do the same for you today? And guys, what I'm telling you today is that the good shepherd, Jesus, is coming after you today. He brought you here in this stadium, in this place for such a time as this. To hear that God loves you. And the last thing I want to ask you today is. Are you ready to come home? Are you ready to come home? You know, you may be from out of town. You may be here from Cleburne. But God wants you to be a part of a loving church that cares about you. But here's the number one thing he wants from you. He wants to have a relationship with you. And I think oftentimes we think that we're not good enough to have a relationship with him. But if you've heard nothing else today, Jesus is in love with you now. 
And he wants to have a relationship with you right here and right now. He doesn't want you to wait till you get your life together. You can get it together together. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. You can get it together as we live life together along the way. And guys, just as my words are not perfect, we're not all perfect. And guys, you came into this place full of a church, full of people that are trying to get their lives together. And if you give your heart to Jesus today, we can, we can get our lives straight together. So in just a moment, if you're sitting there and you're saying, pastor, I'd love to give my heart to Jesus. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that. So if everybody in this stadium could just bow your head and close your eyes. And if you're sitting there today and saying, pastor, you know, I want to give my life to Jesus. I've been away from home a long time and I need to come home to him. I'm about to say a prayer and I want you to just repeat after me. You don't have to say it out loud. You know, we don't want to embarrass you. You don't have to even say it where anybody else can hear you. Just say it in your head where only you and the Lord can hear. Just repeat after me, dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. I need your love in my life. I give my heart to you today. Take my life, use it for your purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Everybody keep your head bowed and your eye closed. Nobody looking around. If you gave your heart to Jesus today, I want you to raise your hand up where you are. We've got Bibles. Hold them up. My ushers are coming. I've got a gift for you. Nobody's looking to embarrass you. Everybody keep your head bowed and your eye closed. Just raise your hand up until you get it. Once you get your Bible, you can put your hand down. I'm going to hold for a minute. No reason to rush. Walter, you got one there to your right, buddy. Got it. Anybody else? All right, the rest of you look up at me. Those of you that gave your heart to Jesus today, it's the best decision you're ever going to make. You know? The reason those people are clapping is because they know what, what a big decision this is. There's a QR code there on the Bible. Uh, if, if you don't mind filling it out, uh, we'd love to follow up with you and help you. Uh, if you don't want to fill it out, that's fine too. We're, we don't want to bother you. We just want to help you. Because we know that it's tough to take the next step in walking with God. And we wanna be a church family here to help you. I wanna tell you, those of you that gave your heart to Jesus, we're gonna have a baptism service next Sunday. We've got three services, 8.30, 10, and 11.30. And, and we would love to see you baptized. If you, will, if you will fill out that QR code that I've got there, one of our pastors can contact you and you can get baptized. Uh, and if you're a part of our church, the baptism link is there in the announcements. So, you know, if this was awesome, if you've never been to a Hope Church baptism service, they're even more awesomer than this, okay? I don't know if, if awesomer is a word, right? So here's what we're going to do. This is the end of our service. I'm going I'm to close this with a word of prayer, but we got a lot going on. So listen to my instructions okay i think we've got a slide of how the kids are going to come out okay 
So here's how we're going to release your kids. Okay. We're trying to keep them as safe as possible. We want to return them to mom and dad as easy as possible. I'm sure Pastor Grant has something to tell me. <laughs> Tell them to hurry up. Your kids aren't quite done yet. I went too fast is what they said. So here's what we're going to do. We'll, we'll just hang tight, but they're going to release the kids. We, we've got them up there in a secure area. So here's what we're going to do. The toddlers uh, and the babies are going to come down to the field right here. And mom and dad, if you have a toddler, we're going to reunite you with your, your toddlers right here. And then K through second. They're going to be over here in section 109. What they're going to do is bring them to that section and just put them there. Okay. The, the same is true with third through fifth. They're going to go over here to section 110. So here's how we're going to do the Easter egg hunt. We're going to start, we're going to go from the lowest age up. So we're going to start with the toddlers. They're going to be over here and, and we're going to give you a chance because if you're like me, I've got kids in each age group. Okay. And so we're going to make sure that you have time to go and get your other kid that is in a, possibly another age group. If you don't have a child in one of these age groups that is hunting at the time, feel free to go get them and get ready. Uh, because as soon as, as soon as we get all the kids to their parents, then we can start the egg hunt. So feel free to go to each and every section, uh, whenever you need to. I think I, I think I said that all correctly. So like we said, the kids are finishing up. They'll be down here in just a minute. So just wait where you are. I'm going to close this in a word of prayer and then we'll play some music and we'll wait on the kids. Then we'll have an Easter egg hunt. And those of you that don't have any kids that are going to Easter egg hunt, I just want to say it was great to have you here today at Hope Church. And if you're looking for a church home, we would love to have you. We meet every week right down the street, 2125 North, North Nolan River Road. We have three services at 830 for the early birds, 10 o'clock for people that love the good old 1030 church service time. It's 10 o'clock. And then for you people that love to sleep in, any of those out here, any, any sleep in people, we've got an 1130 service. Amen. You, you can have lunch before you come to church or brunch, excuse me. Uh, and so we'd love to have you. But here's what I want to do. I want to close this in a word of prayer. Just hang tight. The kids will be down here, hopefully in a rapid fashion. <laughs> I went too fast, didn't I? You know, there used to be, be longer, longer winded than that. All right, well, let's pray. Lord Jesus, we just thank you today. Lord, I thank you for those that gave their heart over to Jesus today. Lord, we're thankful that they have come home to be with you. Lord, we're just thankful for everybody that has made this event possible. Lord, I, I just want to pray a blessing over the, the railroaders. Lord, that's, it's through their generosity that this event is possible. Lord, and I just pray blessings over that organization. Lord, I just pray that you would just bless them abundantly. Lord, I pray that this year would be the greatest year that they ever had. Lord, because you are blessing their people. They are blessing your people and you, they are blessing your church. Lord, I pray that they would see abundant blessings from that. Lord, I just thank you today that we were able to be in your presence. Lord, and I pray most of all, Lord, that everybody in this place 
would feel loved and accepted by you. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.